0: Love, talk, radio.
1: Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on R. Kelly, Chuck D., Kelly Price, Nick Cannon, and Cynthia Bailey, and a whole lot more. Let's get started. Roll it. O-J dot shade.a.g Up on the blog and
0: I'm chillin' up in NYC Up on the train and the radio is all I need In the fuse and celeb noon, I last seen, that's entertainment Who became famous, number one source of pop culture Radio and night, we gon' chase it, that's entertainment Save lessons from the ghetto, time stages, Gotta make a change in, that's entertainment Wednesdays afternoon at 1pm So baby, don't forget the tune just a better
1: cruise, the original no car. My cause you plan to lose. Move just like that. Kevin Jones doing best. Mom, just know that. Being blessed by the Lord. Bunch, wait on that. Live radio, the stitch is better. Be on max. Real facts, if it's bad, we don't speak on that. Just celebrity news,
0: a news feed, in my melody tune. So Tammy, you back up me, I back up you. That's
1: If you are just tuning in for the first time, you are listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also if you wanna make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call in number is three four seven six three seven two six five six and press the number one. That's three four seven six three seven two six five six and press the number one. We also have the chat room. It's officially now open. So if you wanna if you don't wanna come on the air live you can also Place your comments in the chat room as well. Also, uh, That's Entertainment is also on Facebook, like our page. Just go to www.facebook.com slash That'sEntertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's One. That's T-H-A-T-S Entertain. And the number one, you can also follow me on Instagram at gibbs. that's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NYs are mostly sunny, 66 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout-out to all my listeners out there. Thank you for taking the time out and hanging out with me on this Wednesday afternoon. So how's everybody doing today? Uh, lots to talk about. As usual, uh, as you know, R&B singer R. Kelly was found guilty Monday on eight counts of sex trafficking and one count of racketeering. Uh, the trial lasted almost what, six weeks with a jury of 12, seven men and five women. It was uh, concluded Friday in the, right here in New York. Uh, many of the witnesses who came forward accused R. Kelly were black women, heightening the case importance within the larger Me Too moment, movement. Um uh, and speaking of r kelly uh he, he, we're talking about um about tr- traces on Twitter where he uh, could not be found after following the guilty verdict uh also uh about uh his lawyer weighing in on a an appeal after he was found guilty uh also uh, chuck d um, said that he was not defending r Kelly but uh, he wanted to make clear. That uh, after he landed in hot water for comparing the singer to other singers like Rick James and um, Ike Turner, Tina Turner ex husband, uh, about you know you know trying to um, in other words he's saying that the, that w- will the prison system really help our Kelly will it change him and a lot of people he faced a lot of backlash about that also. Um, nine time Grammy nominee, uh, Kelly Price, uh, was according to reports was missing. And she was never missing. Apparently she was uh she had contracted COVID and uh she almost nearly she was at death door and uh she was telling T M Z that um she was at a point where they almost, you know, lost her and uh she said the next thing she know, uh she was waking up in ICU and the doctor was asking her if she remember what year it was. So we're going to be talking about that. She was never missing. Uh, also uh this week uh, Nick Cannon is saying that he is uh his therapist told him it's time to be celebrated. Uh as you guys know, uh, Nick Cannon is the father of what seven children. Uh he just had three babies over the Last past year, and uh, he's also he he said that it's time for him to take a break. And um, also, uh, speaking of Nick Cannon, the the prank wars. I don't know if you guys know this, that he and and fellow comedian actor Kevin Hart been pranking each other, and Nick Cannon has uh, pranked Kevin several times, but this last prank. Is really what did it all And we're going to tell you what he did to Kevin Hart And Miss Cynthia Bailey, the beautiful former model And the real housewives of Atlanta star Is giving up her peach, that's right She is not long, she has said that she is not returning To season 14 of the franchise So without further ado, let's get started Um Again, like I was saying, uh, R. Kelly was found guilty uh, this past weekend on eight counts of sex trafficking and one count of racketeering. The trial had lasted about six weeks with uh, 12 people on the jury, seven men and five women. Uh, It had concluded right here in New York. Um, Many people were happy and finally saying that justice has prevailed justice has done because of what he did to not just women but also men as well um and this is what is why it's so important to talk to our boys and our sons and our daughters about uh sexuality about what is considered abusive what is you know what i'm saying and to let people know that this kind of behavior is not call, is not tolerated. And um, because R. Kelly uh, found out that uh, after he found out about the guilty verdict, uh, after he was, again, count, uh, convicted on nine counts on Monday, he sent a message via uh, the Twitter to maintain his innocence. However, the tweet as well as his account has since disappeared altogether. Uh, in what now would likely become his last tweet, Kelly said he was disappointed by the results of the trial and vowed that he would continue to fight for his freedom and This is what he posted uh, He wrote to all quote to all my fans and supporters I love you all and thank you for all the support today. Verdict was disappointing, and I will continue to prove my innocence and fight for my freedom hashtag not guilty now after a screenshot of the tweet was posted on instagram people mocked him for his brazen attitude Uh, Kelly posted the last tweet after a federal court judge found him guilty again on nine counts, including racketeering, sexual exploitation of a child, kidnapping, bribery, sex trafficking, and a violation of the Mann Act following a high-profile trial. The judge ordered that Kelly remain in custody pending sentencing, which was set for May 4, 2022. Following the guilty verdict, acting U.S. Attorney uh, Jacqueline Casales She told reporters, quote, we hope that today's verdict brings some measure of comfort and closure to the victims. And uh, R. Kelly, lawyer, is weighing up on an appeal after the R&B star was found guilty of racketeering and related sex crimes in New York on Monday. The disgraced singer faces decades behind bars after a jury found him guilty on all nine counts linked to a scheme to recruit women and underage children for sex, but the Ignition hitmaker attorney tells CNN that the defense team is disappointed by the verdict. Uh, Devereux Canick accused federal prosecutors of having cherry-picked evidence to suit their case against the singer. Kelly, who had repeatedly denied the allegations against him, didn't react when the verdict was read out, but his lawyer admitted that the singer was shocked to learn he had been found guilty of all nine charges against him. Attorney Gloria Alred, who represents three of the six alleged victims who testified during the trial, branded Kelly the worst sexual predator she has ever encountered. Kelly is again scheduled to be sentenced on May 4, 2022. He also faces other charges in Illinois and Minnesota. And Chuck D. made it clear that he's not defending R. Kelly after landing in hot water for comparing the I I Believe I Can Fly hitmaker to Rick James and Ike Turner. The public and the front man insisted that he is not an R. Kelly fan. And this is what he he, uh, said. Uh, He said, um, quote, just to be clear, I'm not the R. Kelly fan here. This is what he wrote on Twitter on Tuesday, September 28th. He then pointed out, quote, saying, 75 million sold somewhere and I ain't got one of his songs. Chuck, whose real name is Carlton Douglas Hour, further stressed that R. Kelly Actions' action were criminal. He went on issuing an apology as saying, quote, my apology if the wings of perception loom beyond then the words on the slave act. My Clarity launches on my own RTV app October 1st, unquote. Now Chuck faced backlash after he weighed in on R. Kelly's sex trafficking case following the RBR's conviction on all counts related to sex crime and racketeering the uh, rapper uh, tweeted that quote abuse in his youth an addict of an adult like I uh, an addict as an adult I Turner several uh, served 18 months in prison. Rick James did similar time. I came out as a change positive human being. He then added a question: How long should R. Kelly spend in prison? How does the USA system give a man a chance for a man to change his world around? And shortly after Chuck posted his thought, many social media users poured their thoughts against Chuck. Drew Dixon, subject of the HBO On the Record documentary, which details her history of abuse by Russell Simmons, called him out for twisting logic into a pretzel. She said, uh, Chuck D. is twisting logic into a pretzel to argue for the rehabilitation of an unrepentant child rapist. She also added, quote, why isn't he focused on repairing the trauma inflicted on the black victims assaulted by R. Kelly? Why don't they matter? This is toxic, toxic, anti-black, and exhausting. Lindsay Bolin, who was the first woman to speak out in the accusation of Andrew Cuomo's sexual harassment, said, quote, I suggest not tagging people who have been harassed, abused, imposed about harassment and abuse. Ask yourself, what can you do personally without their help to end harassment abuse? If you need their help, send them a DM requesting help. That's what Lindsay pointed out. Being thoughtful is being productive, unquote. And they also made a point, too, that because, you know, when they read the verdict, R. Kelly didn't show no remorse, and you got to show accountability because, um, you know, again, if you're saying that you know uh that this is not going to help him that you know he, by sending him to prison you know you got to be accountable for your actions i mean it's one thing to help somebody but this was years of, of abuse and racketeering and all kind of things that was going on within his camp his compound whatever you want to call it so but he did apologize. Chuck D did apologize saying that again he wasn't defending R. Kelly and uh he said that uh, he wasn't a fan and that uh you know, he apologized for his remarks that he made. Because it becomes it comes across very insensitive, you know what I mean? Especially for the victims. Um Nine-time Grammy uh, nominee Kelly Price said she was never in danger after being reported missing this month and claimed she was considered medically dead after contracting COVID-19 in an emotional new interview. Uh, Price uh, told TMZ that she was recently hospitalized more than a week after her battle with the virus began and said of her doctors at some point they lost her. She said in the video published on Sunday night that she died and that the next thing it was uh, some time later that she remembered waking up in ICU and that the doctor asking her if she remember what year it was Officials in Cobb County, Georgia, classified Price as a missing person following a welfare check at her home in September 18, and this is according to TMZ. The queen-born Price told the outlet, however, that she was never missing, contending she was at her home. The gospel artist said she was discharged from the hospital with oxygen because the medical center needed beds and said she had a road to recovery ahead of her before uh, she filled concert ready again. An attorney for Price would not disclose to T M Z whether Price is vaccinated against COVID nineteen. The attorney previously said that Price was safe after being reported missing. But she did suffer some very um internal damage uh due to this virus. And that's why um you know we keep saying it time and time again how it's important to get this vac- vaccine. And I know some people uh, have gotten the vaccine, both shots, and had uh, uh, the breakthrough case, but you're not hospitalized. You're not as badly sick as if you wasn't vaccinated. So it's very important that, again, and some of these celebrities who are anti-vaxxers, who are preaching these conspiracy theories, You know, you can't go by that because you have to do your research. You have to look it up. You have to talk to your doctors. You have to find out the truth. Don't listen because, once again, there's a lot of people putting out misinformation. And people are taking this as something as a political thing instead of a health issue. So we got to be careful on that. Uh, right now we have 16 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. We broadcast every Wednesday afternoon between 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern right here on BTR. So make sure you tune in. Or if you can't listen to the show in its entirety, you can always go back and listen to the show archives right here on BTR as well as on our Facebook page and on our Twitter page. Also in the news this week, uh, I just want to say, um, you know, I've always been a big, 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 big fan of um Yeah, Nick Cannon, very funny guy, Uh, love his show, Wild and Out. But uh, he, you know, he's out here bringing so many children out in the world, making it look like he's a sperm donor. But uh, after welcoming just three new babies over the past year, uh, the infamous fertile father is now considering celibacy. The actor and came to the realization after a recent sit-down with his therapist. The mass Singer host continue on citing that his decision to have multiple children stemmed from his own upbringing, coming from a big family. Uh, as the star gears up for the debut of his new daytime talk show on Fox, Ken explained that it's important to be transparent with fans, and he hopes that sharing more intimate details about his life will allow viewers to see him in a different light. During an interview with the Breakfast Club back in August, the Nickelodeon alum shared that he believes the mother of his children had the power to decide whether or not they wanted to have children with him despite his lifestyle.
0: Hmm.
1: And uh, speaking of Nick Cannon, uh, it appears that the ongoing prank wars between Nick Cannon and Kevin Hart have reached new heights, literally. As Hot new hip-hop reports. The two have been engaging in this back and forth for a while now, with Cannon and Hart each trying to up the ante on one another with each prank. Now it's seen that the war has been elevated thanks to Cannon's latest prank, which saw a promo poster for his new talk show, the Nick Cannon Show, wrapped around uh, Hart's leered jet. Uh, Cannon wrote in an Instagram post showing off his new look. He said that he snuck on, uh, onto uh, Kevin's private hangar over the weekend and personally wrapped his uh, Lear jet with his whole face on it. In other words, he put a whole ad of his face on Kevin Hart's plane. And now, everywhere he flies, everywhere that Kevin Hart flies, he will be promoting Nick Cannon's new show. Now, it was later revealed that the stunt was part of a larger plan to get the Jumanji star on Cannon's new show as his very first guest, so the joke really was on Kevin Hart after all, poking fun at his frenemy. That's what uh, Nick Cannon said. That's what he called it. But uh, Kevin Hart did respond, and he said that, he said, quote, I'm throwing this plane in the trash. He said, this plane won't get neither another ride from me. He said, I promise you that. And I'm not going to go, he said, I'm not going on my business trip. You ruined my day. It's over. But Hart later then said that the beauty of the prank is the inconvenience. This is a major inconvenience, and that's why the prank was brilliant. Uh, before the latest attempt Hart bought a handful of digital billboards Across Los Angeles, Atlanta, and New York City Each with Cannon's phone number And a caption that read Quote, for any advice on fatherhood Call me best call me best friend Nick Hey guys, here's the cell phone number And prior to that Cannon sent Hart a surprise llama For his birthday back in July I mean, it's, I, I tell you With all the money that they have you know, and especially Nick, all the money that he has that's costing to do all these pranks, you know what I'm saying a llama, a big giant ad on this plane those are that's some serious dough there um Cynthia Bailey. The beautiful Cindy Abeda is giving up her peach. The veteran model-turned-entrepreneur has announced that she will not return for Season 14 of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. The 54-year-old beauty wrote on, uh, in an Instagram post on Monday saying, quote, After much thought and consideration, I have made the very difficult and heartfelt decision not to return for the next season of Real Housewives of Atlanta, unquote. After thanking Bravo, its parent company NBC Universal and the production company Truly Original, Bailey extended her gratefulness to her Real Housewives cast members, thanking them for eleven of the most unbelievable years of her life and the most incredible and unforgettable memories. The Alabama native joined the Real Housewives of Atlanta in 2010 during its third season. And throughout the next decade, viewers of the top-rated show in the franchise were able to witness her roller coaster relationship with fellow cast members, Nene Leakes, her uh, doomed marriage and divorce to restaurateur uh, Peter Thomas, her current marriage to talk show host Mike Hill, as well as her relationship with her sexually fluid daughter, Noelle. But she's still in the Housewives business, at least for the time being. Bailey will appear on Bravo's upcoming crossover series, The Real Housewives Ultimate Girl Trip, with other fan favorites across the Housewives franchise. And Wendy Williams is reportedly a mess behind the scenes as she is only days away from her season 13 premiere. Sources close to Wendy dished to the sun that the talk show host is nowhere near ready for her return to set on Monday. Close associates revealed that Wendy is stressed out and not ready to start her grueling work schedule. As Radar previously reported that the talk show uh, was originally set to premiere on September 20th, her team released a statement that read, quote, Wendy is dealing with some ongoing health issues and is Undergoing further evaluation, she will not be able to complete her promotional activities next week, but can't wait to be back in her purple chair, unquote. A couple of days later, the show announced Wendy had tested positive for a breakthrough COVID case and needed time to quarantine. They said that the show would return on October 4th. Around the same time, sources came forward to reveal Wendy had voluntarily checked herself in a New York hospital for a psychological exam. Friends said that the internet was getting better every day while under doctor's supervision. Days later, Wendy was released from the hospital and photographed being wheeled around by a security guard. The talk show host was spotted puffing on a vape and had bruises on her on her legs. Uh despite it all earlier today, Wendy teams confirmed that the show will return on Monday, despite all the scandal. Wendy has yet to speak publicly since her hospitalization, and uh dog the bounty hunter is likely hot on the trail of Brian Laundrie, who is currently wanted by authorities. Making use of his best kill, the reality TV star has reportedly found lead lead to the possible whereabouts of the Gabby Petito's fiance. A source claimed to be with direct knowledge to the situation tells TMZ that... Dog, a.k.a. Dwayne Chapman, has been in the Florida woods looking for the 37-year-old and found something in his search. The Dog Most Wanted star reportedly received a tip that led him and his wife to a fresh campsite that might be linked to Brian. Dog had alert police to the campground location because he believed it could be a major clue in the manhunt and is currently awaiting for their arrival. Um, it is also reported that the 68-year-old bounty hunter believed he had uncovered proof that linked Brian's parents to the campsite. Prior to this, dog was spotted showing up at Brian's family home in Northport, Florida, on Saturday, September 25th. He was seen knocking on the screen door, but no one, no one answered. He left the property after a few minutes. It was later uncovered that Brian's mother, Rober- uh, Roberta Laundrie, made a 911 call after the dog turned up at their house. Northport Police spokesman Josh Taylor said they treated the 911 call from Brian's parents like they would from anyone else. Uh, Gabby Petito was missing during a cross-country road trip with Brian. The latter returned to his parents' home on September 1 without the YouTube star. Her body was found September 19, weeks after her parents lost contact with her. The manner of death had been determined as hom- uh homicide. Uh, Brian has not been named a suspect in her killing. However, an arrest warrant was recently issued by the FBI, FBI for unauthorized use of a debit card after Gabby died. And uh, Gabby, Gabby Petito is also a uh, native of Long Island, New York. So I guess Dog the Bounty Hunter is fresh on, he's on the case. Right now we have here uh, 26 minutes after the hour. Uh, Coming up, uh, we're going to be talking about um, Daniel Craig. He's anticipating that the Knives Out franchise will feature several sequels. I'll tell you about that. Uh, Shang-Chi and Legend of the Ten Rings have continued to fend off competition in the North American box office. Four weeks after its release... It still holds onto the top spot of the chart with an estimated $13.3 million. Also, uh, funny man Bob Martimir Martin, Martin, has confirmed that his movie about Michael Jackson's iconic white glove will go ahead next year. And Ocean Eleven co-star George Clooney and Brad Pitt are reportedly teaming up for a new film. And Stanley Tucci has been cast as producer and music mogul Clive Davis in the upcoming Whitney Houston biopic. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't go anywhere. Entertainment, Your number one source for entertainment news and pop culture With me, your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs Right here on blogtalkradio.com Right now we have here 26 minutes left remaining in the show That was new music from Alicia Keys Free Francois Lee and La La before we went to the music break, I was telling you about Mr. Daniel Craig. Uh, he was talking about the upcoming, the Knives Out, the anticipation of the Knives Out franchise, will we'll, will feature several sequels. Uh, the No Time to Die actor, who is set to return as detective uh, Beno Blanc in two sequels to Ryan Johnson's 2019 Who Done It, after Netflix bosses agreed. A big-money deal for the rights, hinted that he could play the sleuth for years to come. Daniel kept quiet about the Knives Out 2, but did confirm that it will involve uh, Blanc taking on different cases from the first film. Daniel kept quiet about Knives Out 2, but did confirm that it will involve Blanc taking on a different case from the first film. And he said it, 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 it's a uh, it's a it's kind of like a Beno a Beno Blanc mystery, but it's going to be different. The actor also revealed that he is involved in discussion with the director about who joins him in the cast for each movie. With the new flick also set to star Dave Bautista, Kate Hudson, and Leslie Odom Jr. Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings continue to fend off competition on the North American box office. Four weeks after its release, the latest Marvel movie still holds on to the top spot on the chart with an estimated 13.3 million. That brings the movie' current domestic hold to 196.4 million, closer to crossing the 200 million mark. The number, however, is enough to set a new record as the Simulio a starring flick has now become the highest grossing film domestically this year Surpassing previous Marvel superhero Films like Black Widow Which had collected 183.6 Million so far Internationally Shang-Chi has brought in 166.9 Million before it airs in China Which is a, it's a very important Market the movie is currently At risk of being banned in China due To comment Liu made in A interview with the CBC In 2017 referencing negative comments from his parents about living in china however marvel still hopes to secure a release date for the movie in the country back to the domestic box office shang chi faces little competition from newcomers dear evan hansen which has a lack uh, which had a uh, lackluster debut at number two with approximately 7.5 million Based on the 2015 stage musical of the same name by Steven Levinson, the musical teen drama film fell short of expectations, no thanks to negative reviews and COVID-19 concerns. With no other big new movies released this week, um, Free Guy, Candyman, and Cry Macho still occupies the rest of the top five spots. The Ryan Reynolds starring fantasy action film added an estimated 4.1 million and places third. The horror sequel st- uh, stays at number four with approximately 2.5 million. That's Candyman, while Clint Eastwood western West movie slide two places at number five with approximately 2.1 million. Shang-Chi's straight win will be challenged next week by the release of Venom, Let There Be Carnage, uh, which will be follow- followed by the highly anticipated and much-delayed James Bond film, No Time to Die. Funny man- Bob Mortimer has confirmed that his movie about Michael Jackson's iconic white glove will go ahead next year. Starring the Brit and fellow comedian Vic Reeves, the glove is billed as a comedy road movie about two best friends in search of Michael Jackson's mythical training glove. The project received financial backing three years ago and during an appearance on the RHLSTP podcast with Richard Herring, Uh, Mortimer uh, confirmed production on the movie is due to begin in 2022. Ocean Eleven co-stars George Clooney and Brad Pitt Are reportedly teaming up for a new film The two A-listers are said to be at the heart Of one of the biggest bidding wars of the year In Hollywood after teaming up with Spider-Man Homecoming director John Watts For a new project Watts will write, direct, and produce the untitled thriller In which Brad and George will star as two fixers Assigned to do the same job The two Oscar winners will also co-produce Under their own labels And according to the Hollywood Report Several big studios including Sony, Liongate, Apple, Netflix, Amazon, Universal, MGM, and Warner Brothers all are competing to snap up the project, which could result in a payday of more than $20 million for the actors. Aside from Ocean 11, Clooney and Pitt have worked on several other films to- together before. Um, the two stars are opposite each other in 2002's Confession of a Dangerous Mind, 2004 Ocean 12, 2007 Ocean 13, and 2008 Burn After Reading. Stanley Tucci has been cast as producer and music mogul Clive Davis In the upcoming Whitney Houston biopic The Hunger Games star joined Naomi Ackie Who will play the tragic singer in Casey's Lemons I Want to Dance with Somebody Davis was the music executive who discovered Whitney And mentored her towards superstardom The film is being produced by Davis and Houston's sister-in-law And former manager Pat Houston On behalf of the Houston estate I Want to Dance with Somebody will hit theaters in December of 2022. And The Bachelor has found its new host following Chris Harrison's exit. On Tuesday, September 28, ABC revealed that Season 5 star Jesse Palmer has been tapped to take over the hosting duties in Season 26 of The Bachelor. Jesse revealed his excitement over the new gig in the statement. The television broadcaster and former NFL quarterback said, quote, For more than 20 years, The Bachelor has brought the world dozens of unforgettable love stories, including at one time my own. Unquote. According to Variety, Jesse is currently only signed to host forthcoming season 26 of The Bachelor, which is set to air in 2022. However, the franchise plan to have continued with the franchise in the future, both on the flagship Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Meanwhile, the host for Bachelor in Paradise is still being negotiated. Chris Harrison officially stepped down from his role as the host of the Bachelor franchise in June following controversial, controversy surrounding his comments on uh, contestant Rachel Kirkconnell during a podcast with former Bachelorette star Rachel Lindsay, Chris appeared to defend uh, Rachel who uh, received backlash for attending a racist antebellum-themed party while in college. At the time, Warner Brothers and ABC confirmed his exit, saying in a statement, Chris Harrison is stepping aside as host of the Bachelor franchise. We are thankful for his many contributions over the past 20 years and wish him all the best on his new journey. And uh, Prince Charles has signed a deal with Amazon Prime Video. The British royal who piloted his RETV channel on his own content platform last year has agreed a deal with the streaming giant to send his environmental message to a wider audience. Charles, who served as editor-in-chief of RETV, said, quote, I spent a lot of my lifetime trying to engage people and businesses with the issues and solutions of the climate crisis, unquote. Uh, The channel will focus solely on green issues, offering solutions working to accelerate a more substantial future. A spokesman for the station added that covering a huge range of innovation from recycling coffee to resending A receding rainforest, the film highlights projects from across the world working on brilliant initiatives that can help transform how business is done, helping us make a cleaner and more substantial economy. Programs for the channel, including recycling everything, which examines, uh, Terra TerraCycle's effort to recycle harder use or harder reuse materials, remapping restoration, a profile of data sharing environment platform Restore, and refueling aviation, which visit LazerTech in in Chicago, a company developing substantial uh, sustainable aviation fuel. And a big Bennett, who is known for his impression of Russian President Vladimir Putin and former U.S. Vice President Mike Pence, has decided to exit Saturday Night Live. His departure was announced in a cast reorganization on Monday, September 27. Beck confirmed his exit in an Instagram post featuring pictures taken during his SNL days. The comedian, who joined the show in 2013, wrote in the caption, "Quote: Love you, SNL. Gonna miss you so much. Thank you." For eight years of remarkable people and incredible experiences that completely changed my life I had so much fun, unquote After leaving the award-winning NBC series ahead of season 47 is Lauren Holt Who joined SNL last season as a featured player Lauren appeared in uh, in assorted parts One of which was as Mike Pence's wife, Karen Pence While two cast members exit the show, two stars were promoted. After joining the show in 2019, Bowen Yang and Chloe Fineman were both up to repertory level for this season. The promotion arrived after Bowen earned an Emmy nomination this year. In addition, season 47 is set to introduce new faces. Aristotle Athari, James Austin Johnson, and Sarah Sherman have been added to the cast for the upcoming season, which is scheduled to premiere on October 2nd, with Owen Wilson and Casey Musgrave serving as the host and musical guests, respectively. Right now we have 15 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and when I come back I'll give you the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere.
0: Already know what time it on need a Rolex. Do you see the signs? Tell me, do I need to protest? Oh yeah, always keep on slowing up the progress? I'm losing nights, guess I'm going through the process. I got some things that I gotta get a picture. Screaming through the phone like we tryna have a contest. Oh yeah, always keep on slowing up the progress? I'm losing nights, guess I'm going through the process. Washing all my out, try, I Say I'm off the deep end. Yeah, you're You better stop. You better not. Hey, I'm about to. Do you already know what time it is? Don't need a Rolex. Do you see the sign? Tell me, do I need to protest? Oh, Are you always oh. keep on slowing up the progress? Let me lose the nice, knife, guess I'm going through the process. Yo. I got some things that I gotta get up right. Yeah, screaming through the phone like we tryna have a contest. Yo. Are you always keep on slowing up the progress? Let me lose the nice, knife, guess I'm going through the process.
1: is my girl her in process from her album back of my mind do you guys see uh the global citizen last week you know she she was part of the la uh stage and she and stevie wonder brought the house down oh my goodness she's such a talented young lady i swear she is so talented Right now we've got 11 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the uh, day, um, let's see here. I'm trying to get my iPad here together. Uh, the, um, Macy Gray, uh, she called a stir backstay at the Australia's TV talent show, The Masked Singer, on Sunday after reportedly refusing to leave the set despite having been voted off. The I Try hitmaker was unveiled as the voice behind the Atlantis costume during the latest episode of the Hit Competition series, during which celebrity done elaborate disguises and perform as a panel of judges tried to guess their identity. However, according to comedian show judge Dave Hughes, gray left producers scrambling behind the scene after initially insisting on continuing with the contest, even though she had lost the public vote and had to say goodbye. Macy Gray has such passion for the mass singer that she was told that she had to leave the show, which was like around last night, she refused to leave the show. And the awkward exchange briefly delayed filming as Gray reportedly declined to shoot the big reveal, which led to the closing segment of the show. The thing is, uh, according to um, Hugh, he said that the thing is we can't do the end of the show unless the head comes off. So it took quite a while before she finally relented That's what he was saying Uh, Gray has yet to comment on the claim She follows the like of Australian singer-actor Ben Lee And former British soccer star-turned-movie-hard man Benny Jones In being voted off the latest season of The Masked Singer Australia and the co hosts of Whoopi Goldberg's hit daytime show, The View, who were pulled off set during a COVID scare last week, have been cleared to return. Anna Navarro and Sonny Holston were told to leave the stage just before a live interview with the Vice President Kamala, Kamala Harris on a, a Friday. Uh, co-host Joe... Joy Behar explained that the situation to viewers and audience members following a period of confusion on set, and Harris was rushed off to an isolated area of the TV studio where she conducted her interview remotely. But... uh, uh, Holston and Navarro was cleared to return to The View over the weekend after what was called a false positive COVID-19 test. Meanwhile, uh, Ryan Tedder, the executive producer of The View, apologized to Holston and Navarro, stating, quote, it was unfortunate that mistakes were made but I can confidently say that we have very rigorous safety protocols that everyone is regularly tested. And I am just so relieved that you guys are healthy, that everyone is healthy, and nobody was ever in danger. Actress Jean Hale, who appeared more than 60 times in movies and prominent TV series of the 1960s and 70s, has died. She was 82. Her family says she died of natural causes in Santa Monica on August 3rd. Notable uh, notable roles include playing the uh, sidekick of the Mad Hatter in the original series of Batman starring Adam West during a two-part Episode, a native of Salt Lake City, Hale also appeared in numerous 1960 films, including Taggart, The Oscar, and the Saint Valentine Day Massacre. On television, she could have been seen on everything from Perry Masons to Bonanza to Hawaii Five-O, Mahale's Navy, My Favorite Martian, and others. From 1961 until 1984, she was married to fellow actor uh, Daphne Coleman. In in Like Flint, she starred opposite James Corbin as Lisa Norton, employed as an organization of female business execs, trying to overthrow the patriarchy as Flint, a super spy, tried to stop them. Hale was the daughter of a prominent Mormon family attending the University of Utah and then Skidmore College in New York State. She modeled and studied alongside the likes of Coleman, James Kane, Jessica Walter, Christopher Lloyd, and Brenda Vaccaro under Sidney Pollack and Martha Graham at the Neighborhood Playhouse. Uh, Spotted by uh, Sandra Dee's agent in in the early 1960s while walking down Fifth Avenue right here in New York City, she signed a seven-figure contract at 20th Century Fox and eventually founded her own production company. She is survived by three children with Coleman, Kelly, Randy, and Quincy, and this is all according to the Hollywood Reporter. Andrea Martin, the singer-songwriter from Brooklyn who, collaboration with some of R&B's biggest names, soared up to the music chart, died Monday, according to an announcement on her Instagram page. She was 49. A Cause of Death has not been released Martin was a writer on popular 1990s songs Including In Vogue's Don't Let Go, Love Monica, Before You Walk Out of My Life And SWV's You're the One Which all claim the top spot on the Billboard's R&B charts Each of these hits also reached the top ten on the Billboard Hot 100 chart With Don't Let Go, Love rising all the way to number two After establishing herself as a songwriter Martin came out with her debut album as a singer the best of me in 1998. Martin also earned writing credits for Tony Braxton's "I Love Me Some Him," Leona Lewis' "Better in Time," and Jennifer Hudson's "I Still Love You." And BTS plans to hold a live concert in Los Angeles in November for the first time since the coronavirus outbreak, forcing it to cancel, forcing them to cancel global tours and resort to online performances. Uh, That's what the band's management said on Tuesday. The concert title, Permission to Dance on Stage, will take place in the uh, SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles on November 27th and 28th and December 1st and 2nd. The event will be the seven-member group's first live performance since they wrapped up their tour from North America to Europe and to Asia in April of 2019. The band had to call off what was meant to be the biggest international tour involving nearly 40 concerts as COVID-19 spread around the world. It uh, it had played. Uh, virtual concerts instead. They had played uh, virtual concerts and included one last October that garnered more than 990 viewers, 990,000 viewers from 191 countries and some 50 billion wands in ticket sales, which is in American dollars, 42.4 million. Promoter Live Nation reported that VIP ticket purchasers of the 2020 Map of the Soul Tour North America will get first access to pre-sale tickets on October 5th. All other ticket purchasers of the Map of the Soul Tour North America will get pre-sale access on the next day. Meanwhile, members of the BTS Global Official Fan Club Army membership will get access to the exclusive pre-sale on October 7, while other members will be able to register for verified fan pre-sales. BTS said its members were fully vaccinated against the virus last week they attended an event in person at the United Nations General Assembly as the global body special envoy for future generations and culture to promote its agenda including combating poverty, inequality, injustice, and climate change. Fat Joe and Ja Rule recently avoided uh, playing R. Kelly collaborations during Versus events. In a new interview, Rule-born Jeffrey Bruce Atkins revealed the reason why they decided to do that. In a new episode of Revolts Drink Champs, the 45-year-old hip-hop artist confessed that it was tough to separate the art from the artist. He went on to saying that that's why they didn't play no R. Kelly records that night. Uh, explaining further, Ru revealed that he and Joe had a conversation about avoiding their respected Kelly collaboration before the versus battle. R. Kelly, uh, he said in a statement uh, that uh, Ja Rule said that R. Kelly is a flawed man. He's going through his problems. Um, no, He also said that, the, that nobody's perfect and you know what he done is what he done and he has to account for that. The Mesmerite rapper went on elaborating that do do, what the art, do we throw it away? It's such a touchy subject, and for him, it's a touchier subject. Rule added that he wrote Kelly's verses on his collaboration with him, which prompted N-O-R-E to divulge that Joe did the same. During the conversation, Rule also joked that he thought when he first got the call from Swiss B, he was going to be asked about doing a versus with 50 cents, with whom he has a long-running B. Rule and Joe's decision to avoid playing Kelly's collaboration came after Kelly was hit with sex trafficking case. And on Monday, September 27, as you know, R. Kelly once again was found guilty of sexually abusing women, boys, and girls. Kelly was convicted, again, on nine counts, including racketeering in violation of the Man Act, which prohibits the transport of females across state lines for sex, as well as sentencing for the nine convictions. The 54-year-old artist is also facing more criminal charges in separate cases from state prosecutors in Minnesota and federal prosecutors in Illinois. And, um Eminem plans to serve up more than rap lyrics with his new business venture. The Grammy Academy Award-winning rapper will be serving Mod Spaghetti at a Detroit restaurant, which opens today. Eminem, whose given name is Marshall Mathers III, has teamed up with Union Joint Restaurant Group to launch a brand-new brick-and-mortar restaurant in his hometown called Mod Spaghetti. The eatery takes its name from the popular line in Eminem's 2002 hit, Lose Yourself. A 30-second trailer promoting a new food joint starts off with a shot of the Detroit skyline where the lyricist, also known as Slim Shady, appears and spits out a Chinese takeover container full of spaghetti. The rest of the clip reveals the menu, which includes, as to be expected, spaghetti with or without meatballs, and a spaghetti sandwich, according to the phone line recording. This isn't the first time the Cracker Bottle rapper has brought Mom's Spaghetti to life. He hosted a pop-up in December of 2017 and later donated the delicacies to frontline workers at Henry Ford Hospital during the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic in April of 2020. Mom's Spaghetti Grand Opening will be held September 29th at 5 p.m. at 2131 Woodward Avenue in Detroit. No words on whether m and will be in attendance. That will do it for me for today. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs. Have a great day. Have a great week. Make sure you stay safe, stay vaccinated, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.